Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. Hello. Generic airborne. Yes, go, Sophie. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Hey, Sophie. That, went well. <laughs> that was the most nerve wracking part, I think. There's a lot of pressure on that. Yeah, there is. Yeah, exactly. Generic ear porn. Wow. I think we're up to, is it 20th episode today, Harry? That's next week. Next week. Next week. Great. Wow, that's uh, big. That's nice. Yeah, Sophie. We, episode... we went off. We went off. Yeah. But I mean, episode 19. <laughs> I mean, Sophie, we've covered everything from, God, what? Sustainability. We had Harry's housemate Louise on a while ago talking about. Uh, our yeah. favourite books, and then we had uh, Maddie last week, and we were talking about um, God, like five key foods that we take. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, she's Today. a good one for that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But guys, what, what what are we what are we talking about today? Today it is Sophie works in film and TV. I do. I do. Big hot shot. Let's go. Hot shot. Telling people. Hot That's your yes. second favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie, what what is it exactly um, that you um, do in TV and film? So I um I organize and make things happen. So a lot of budgeting, a lot of logistics, um, and yeah, all the all the behind the scenes fun stuff, so that you get wow. to see what's on camera. One of my favorite ones when when we were living in Bentham um was you were you were saying uh you came out and you said someone wants that you're working on a show the 100 best dogs in the uk oh. and someone was like could we possibly get 101 puppies and sophie had to look into it basically tell them no yeah wow well, well, is, always look into it even if you really know it's not possible just have a look just to satisfy them <laughs> I mean, no. Just have a look to find out that it is ridiculously expensive to hire a hundred one donations. <laughs> exactly. I, also, I couldn't actually find anyone who had a hundred and one. That's. I don't see Dalmatians anywhere. No. What? Well, my friend has a Dalmatian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but oh, it is a bit of a. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Each dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm. but there's like a lot of um, obviously, uh, you know, uh, our favourite um kind of a reality tv show um is love island i think it's a lot of people's uh, favorite tv show but obviously <gasps> there's a lot of kind of controversy recently around you love kind it? of no well i don't i like i think i'll watch like the first sophie you 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 enjoy it don't you i do it's one of my guilty pleasures yeah, I think secretly, deep down, even though lads would probably say, oh, you know, even if they're single, oh, no, I wouldn't, wouldn't put on Love Island. But I know loads of groups of lads that secretly just watch it whenever it comes out and just don't even, oh, yeah. even mention it. Yeah. But um, it is one of those addictive things. But I think recently, um, I think I certainly saw that um, the way that reality TV is presented um, is still kind of a lot different to the way obviously people think. I know that's a really kind of simple statement to make, but I know mm -hmm. recently um, there's like been campaigns 
like the stop hate campaign. I think it, like Wayne Lineker was trying to do it with one other girl called Chloe from Geordie Shore, oh, yeah. I think. Yes, yeah, I so saw like, this. That, yeah, like, kind so of, they did a big like, um, engagement post and then he got a lot of hate online about it. Yeah, and then and, and he was basically saying, they, they, they just set up all the haters basically just to then say, right, we did that as a joke, but just this, this is to prove how much you guys like are awful online and how much you kind of, kind of, um, like draw into all of this kind of stuff on really it's not actually real life it's just set up for for everybody's entertainment but um yeah. but yeah harry i mean we've got to think we've got to think about how we would create our favorite well a reality tv show do you want, do you yeah. want to get it started i to be honest i'm so out of touch with reality tv shows that i'm 90 <laughs> percent sure that this my show already exists <laughs> um, probably gone in subliminally somewhere Okay, so this is what I was thinking. One of my favorite shows, one of the only reality TV shows I ever liked, the have the trashy ones, is yeah. uh, Wife Swap. Oh, Wife Swap! Uh, oh, that's so good. Yeah, no, that's a good one to pick. That's That's the one that brought us bacon. Is good for me. He's one of my all-time favorite people from reality TV. Like iconic. Yeah, is, that Keith, is that is that King Curtis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. I'd like to know what King Curtis is doing today in Costco. <laughs> He's still making money off that, surely. Still making money, <laughs> still buying bacon, and yeah, God. You can run in those little high heels. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, okay, so let's, so let's... <laughs> so let's go, so Harry, so, okay, so it's a live wife. So... That's where I started, that's where I started brainstorming. And what I was thinking was um, celebrity life swap. So oh. a average person, like a social worker or someone with low income, uh, has to swap places, um, and the celebrity has to do it as well, uh, with someone of a similar lifestyle. So if the uh, they both have to be single or they both have to be in like a family of three, and they both have to live on each other's budgets for a month. Oh, okay. So they live each other's lives as yeah, well. Yeah, so the celebrity has to be like a social worker, oh. and the social worker has to go to nightclubs. Or oh, that's actually really good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Oh. And I'm, I'm sort of hoping that the, like, because obviously the celebrity is going to have a culture shock. No one's, no one's expecting the celebrity to walk into that lifestyle and find it hard. But I'm also kind of hoping. That the social worker also learns the challenges of being a celebrity and stuff like that. Yeah, and the pressures of having to post on social media or mm. like the pressures of having to look really good on a red carpet event. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank um, you very much. Yeah, very so, good. I've very already good. got the name, Celebrity Life Swap. Yeah, or, organic, swap. really yeah. original. Thank you. <laughs> never done before. <laughs> Sophie can, Sophie can confirm. <laughs> I'm trying to steal that audience. Yeah, yeah. it's different. Yeah, yeah. If Aldi can do any of their products, I can do Celebrity Life Swap. Yeah, if they can be Aldi and Lidl, you can. Oh no, I was more thinking of Norpack. <gasps> Norpack. Oh, what the take on Lurpack? Yeah, but and, and like they've done formers and stuff like that, and it's just like yeah. it's the exact same. If they can do that, I can do this. Nice. Yeah. And point. like, I suppose like the budget for that, Sophie. Like, how would that, how would that work? Because for something like that, that would be like quite a big budget, right? 
well, I don't know though, because thinking about it, it's actually not that big because they would just be slotting into someone's life and then slotting into someone's life. So it's not like, it. like a studio, you've got not got like locations so much. So actually, I don't think that would actually be that expensive to me. But okay. then you'd have to pay a fee probably to the celebs. So that's, mm. always, that's always a bit. Yeah. yeah. And then you've also got to pay that to the social worker because they're getting the celebrity salary. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. So if you do have sometimes, um, like, do you help kind of like sourcing the, the people who are going to be in said reality TV shows? Oh, so when I was much more junior, I did a bit of casting, but I don't do so much now. Mm-hmm. But it's a really interesting job because the, the, you know, the researchers or the producers and APs are given like a brief and they're literally just kind of then sent into the world and being like, just find these people. So it's, wow. it's interesting hearing the different ways that they do it. So like it could be mm-hmm. like posting on Facebook, it could be going to relevant um, social groups or, you know, pub nights if that's you know you're gonna think you're gonna find that sort of demographic Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting how you know they kind of have to pluck someone out of nowhere yeah no there's there's, there's like a definitely a lot more than I think people think goes into like actually creating a proper reality tv show because I think with with something like Love Island people just think oh just get like a couple of fit girls and like fit guys and then maybe like the on the odd fat lad like every now and again so like the, dem- <laughs> the, the, the demographic like bounces out to lads who just who just love their body and love going to the pub yeah, yeah. um but for something like um love know love island and, and and other kind of reality tv shows i suppose now um with obviously stuff like love island and all those shows kind of um kicking off and all of those casts either end up becoming massive influencers and raking in something like 50k a month from like sponsored ads and stuff like that is like the shift now changing from like the good wholesome like celebrity big brothers and like get me out of here to maybe more money orientated um like reality tv yeah i think well obviously people do kind of see reality tv now more as like an opportunity it's Whereas before, I think people were just like, like, especially like you said on Big Brother and stuff, people just wanted to take part because it was like a bit of fun. Mm. But I yeah. think people definitely see it as like an opportunity. But I think people also have just such a jaded vision of what it's going to be like mm. when they're out on the other side. They just see the glitz, the glamour and the money when actually I think, you know, celebrities nowadays are really bringing this to the forefront as showing that there is a real dark side to it. Well, I think where it gets yeah. really tricky is the blurry line between what's entertainment and what's there to be genuine. So, for instance, yeah. um, Instagram is the perfect example. Those guys pasted, posted a joke engagement mm. on Instagram. Mm. I can kind of understand people getting pissed off when they realise that the engagement was fake. Like, I don't see them getting as angry if they, when they found out it was a joke. But to mm. find out that someone is faking something like an engagement for likes, you feel invested in someone's life. Mm. Um, it's a bit like, oh, it's hard to give an example, but um, you kind of want er- you kind of want to follow people because they're genuine. Yeah. I yeah, you do. And yeah. I think what's happened is also going on these TV shows used to make you famous 
almost as a guarantee sort of thing. Like Big Brother was such a big deal when it came out. Anyone that should, like went on there for one week oh, would yeah, have been huge. famous. Yeah. But mm. now with this sort of proliferation of how many people they're just letting on the telly, it it's not it's one avenue to get an audience, but that isn't going to make you famous on its own. Yeah, and I think because there's such a high cycle of these mm. shows coming out, like you really are getting 15 minutes of fame. It's mm. because as soon as you know you're well known and you're out there, the next series is coming around. So you really have to work even harder mm. to stay relevant. Well, I, yeah, I guess it just puts a lot of pressure on on people now to to perform and you know like someone like uh like a show like main chelsea for example like i mm. now can't keep up to date with who's in and who are like the original cast is in and i think people still enjoy it but i think there's obviously still some people who cling on to like original cast members of that show because it's what they know and like um it's what they like yeah so it must be really hard because there, there are people that literally struggle when their celebrity is a villain in a movie and a TV show, when they know a celebrity is a villain in a movie and TV show, they almost uh, hate that person. Or like oh, yeah. when they see that person in public, they go, "How how could you attack Harry Potter?" <laughs> <laughs> the boy who lived. <laughs> but then, like in Made in Chelsea and stuff like that, uh, you know, these shows need villains for for entertainment purposes. And they they've all, they intentionally blur the lines uh, between reality and and setup mm. and entertainment. Yeah. Um, it's obviously that's obviously going to have horrendous consequences. Yeah, I agree. Um, mm. Well, before before Sophie uh, dons her her reality TV show, I'll I'll, I'll chip in and and do mine because mine actually. Mm. Um, Actually, the penny drop for my one was actually when I was playing tennis. So it is, it is, oh. so it is a mixture of um, the kind of dynamic of cast members of Race Across the World. I don't know if you've seen it, both of you. No, um, I haven't. Okay, so Race Across the World <laughs> is where two family members, um, either they're a little bit dysfunctional, so maybe a mum and a son who haven't bonded recently, or two brothers who are in business together or something like that, basically a, a dynamic between family members. And what they do is they um, start in say uh, London and they get right. given the, the price of an airfare to go to Singapore or somewhere like across the world, but they can't use the, the airfare, so they can't fly over there. So they have to travel with that set budget, either by train, by hitchhiking, um, by car, um, Ah. And they have to they have to get to a certain destination um, and they can also work along the way to earn money. So they, you know, maybe one couple would absolutely smash it to begin with by getting the Eurostar and a taxi to like say Berlin or something. But then like another family would maybe work and say Paris, waste a day, but then they'd catch up uh, because they've got more money. So oh, that, I, so that if they had more money, they could travel faster. Yeah, so exactly. Eurostar instead of getting... So, so my thing, exactly. So my thing is, I would use, you know, people so um, you know, pairs of people who uh, know each other uh, in a certain setting, and basically, I would uh, want them to uh, learn a new sport, to compete in a 
in a, in a league. So like I'm thinking oh, okay. either, either something like like volleyball or football or um, basically a team based sport, and you have to like learn the sport, and then once they've kind of learnt it, in and amongst those different like cast members, they actually compete again in a league <laughs> against other teams, and it oh, would just like <laughs> it just like it would just be. Uh, the behind the scenes of like training and like all that sort of thing and then uh, you know flying to the destination of where they're playing and maybe they're playing that volleyball in Argentina and they're in a tournament and they all have to bond together um, and I just it would just be something around that because I don't think I've seen like SES that like who their who's their wins and that looks really cool because it's you know everyone's so competitive and motivated and it's pretty yeah. challenging but I just want something really simple it's like I don't know people learning how to play like cricket or something and then I know it, it does sound pretty terrible now that I'm saying it but, <laughs> but I think that's quite nice though because TV nowadays is because everyone wants to be entertained and everyone wants something brand new and sparkly it is it, you kind of lost the simple side to yeah. TV you think back to the the shows we used to watch when we were younger they were nothing compared to the shows that are on now exactly. and everyone like loved them oh god and the stuff I watch on YouTube you really don't have to try hard to <laughs> no exactly yeah, I watched a guy for 20 minutes play Sudoku once. Oh, that's <laughs> sick. Yeah. That's not happening. <laughs> oh, it was one of the best. Like, I, I, we, like, I was in the comment section with all the other people, and they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe Like, because you just, he only had one number, and he solved the whole Sudoku, and he didn't think he was going to be able to do it. Uh, and then he just, <laughs> he, he found the first one, and then he just kept on going, and he was just like, the guy was gobsmacked by the end of the video. And, uh, people in the comment section like I just couldn't believe it like I'm so happy for this guy <laughs> 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 yeah. well so maybe he's created a you know reality tv show in his own right you know <laughs> twenty thousand views yeah, uh, yeah it's no. you watch anything you can put anything yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I mean I just don't ever think it yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this is it Sophie oh it's see to you now so I didn't think of a completely original idea, but one of my favourite shows is um, The Secret Life of Four-Year-Olds, where they kind of like follow around little kids mm -hmm. and they just, I just love kids because they're so funny. They don't, <laughs> don't know what they're saying mm -hmm. and it's just so entertaining. And I also really like the um, show where they go into nursing homes and they're like with the old people and stuff but I thought it'd be really interesting if they if they did other scenarios as well so like what if they went into like the finance building in like Canary Wharf and then they yeah. went and spent, like a day with them and to see how they interacted with like the big wigs who you know are like pushing the money on the stock exchange <laughs> I'd quite like to see how they how they'd interact with like different types of people not just old people what kids yeah, the kids. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm just imagining. I'm just imagining kids on the trading floor getting like smacked out the way by traders, just going buy, sell, and then just the kid just gets absolutely floored by somebody just like putting in a trade, and everybody, all the kids crying, going, "What's happening? I don't know what's happening." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I think that's. I think that's a. I think that's a really good idea. I did see the one with um, the grandparents and the kids. No, no, sorry old people who live alone and they interact with groups of kids and it's the relationship between um the kids and then the elderly person that lives alone honestly 
It was fucking one of the loveliest things I've ever seen. It's so it's so lovely because the old people are so grateful to have um company, and then the, the children are just so inquisitive. It's just so mm. heartwarming. Why don't you just yeah. leave kids of old people? Don't yeah, you. well, you should have nurseries in old people's home. I think. I think Combine all people's homes and primary schools. Yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, I think you're onto something there because there must be, I think they definitely did some research doing that show to say the psychology of, you know, kids teaching things to, um, you know, elderly people and vice versa. And especially yeah. at, the, at the end of life, seeing the way children develop and how they are compared to how they were as kids. Like there has to be something in, uh, you know. Um, definitely. Yeah, psychology to, yeah, nice, nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, I wonder I if you could, if there could be other like scenarios that you could just punk kids in and mm. be like off your pop. Off, yeah, off your put pop. Them in, put them in Bear Grylls. Yeah, Bear, Bear, Bear Grylls, the island. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be so good. <laughs> it would be like it would be like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Oh my yeah. God, yes, it works. <laughs> but you don't film it. You just come back in five years. And see if they're alive. That would be just, like a Netflix show. That wouldn't be like ITV. That would be like Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Netflix would jump on that. Yeah. Amazon doesn't have morals. It would be like uh, R-rated, you know, 18 plus. Because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. That's good. Oh, but I think potentially my one over time would get I'm trying to think now it'd probably get a little bit boring because I think as soon as you learn the sport and you, the thing is it would go two ways because if you're shit at it you're gonna have such a bad time and you yeah. really like not enjoy it especially like in a competitive setting but I just like I just I'm thinking about like Ben's at like Beckham and I'm just thinking like different different people <laughs> and different personal well, you learn how to play football. Yeah. <laughs> Is it um I think it's more like you know like the Great British Bake Off sort of thing. Yeah. You just have to bring your talent to something and yeah. Um... But you could do like really like quirky sports. So you could like search the world for like sports that very niche people play like curling yeah like cur yeah curling could be one or like i don't know the cheese wheel down the rock down the hill oh yes yeah in yeah because yeah, then people train for that they take that so seriously yeah that's cool that's really so you cool to find some like really like weird sports as mm. well as well as like you know football and stuff like that yeah um but what is the what's the um, interesting recent stuff that you've been working on? Um, so I was recently in Australia and I worked on The Bachelor oh. and Bachelorette. Oh, um, that's awesome! Yeah, it was actually like people laugh a lot when I tell them about it, but it was one of the best shows I've ever worked on because it's all the glitz and glamour yeah. of reality TV that you want, and it was so much fun. It was really good. Um, the Bachelor, like. Yeah, he was nice. Yeah? yeah. He was Did you get a chance to talk to, to him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Always very polite to us. Um, mm. You know, said hello and everything. Well, so I just want to get, because I've never watched it. Yeah. It really <laughs> is just one man picking. So it's one man and there's a bevy of beauties. And, and he gets to know them and whittles them down week by week. So, like, you know, inherently, one of the reasons that's hilarious is just because of how absurdly sexist it is. 
Yeah, yeah. People yeah. know it's you know a bit sexist. What's the largest audience? Man or woman? Uh, women. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Harry, it's ba it's basically um, a man <laughs> who is like somewhat like a like so he's presented as very very successful. And the idea is this like woman obviously marries this very, very successful man who's obviously like, I don't know, like in his what, early to mid thirties. But the crazy thing is like, he gives out these rose, Harry, you'd have my rose any day, by the way. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I give you my rose. Oh, stop it, you. <laughs> gives out these roses, but like to see the women like chase after this guy's affection in like maybe somewhat of a real way but also somewhat of a very fake way like I've watched it before and I've, I haven't been able to like watch it all the way through because I don't know it's just something a little bit wrong about it but I suppose it's there for entertainment so you just can't you yeah. can't look at it and go oh god this is how the world works <laughs> it's like, and also they wouldn't keep making it if it wasn't getting the views exactly well. yeah but, but you've also got to remember these these people are, you know, they live together and for weeks on weeks. So it's such an intense environment that, you know, emotions are heightened and, you know, they may get get feelings a lot quicker than they normally would because it is such an intense mm. environment to oh, be in. Yeah, I just, I find it hilarious, the irony of, it's, me, it's a, largely film and media that perpetuate stereotypes. Mm. I believe like you know uh, the the sort of the man needs to do this the man needs to chase the woman uh, the man needs to do all of that the man fucks up uh, but you know he's lovable um, <laughs> and, oh he's a bit of a cutie <laughs> but, you know, yeah. uh, there's the sexy guy that's got it all but the girl always goes for the, sort the of, bad boy the bad boy yeah all of these sort of like it's almost as if men are trying to create these stereotypes but it's the women that are eating them up that the shows would just wouldn't exist mm. sophie that's sophie that's pretty cool though um where yeah. were you um where, where, where were you in australia where were you sunning yourself um i was in sydney it was very oh, yeah it was amazing nice. oh, have you so been good. uh i was in sydney for um about five days uh two years ago for like a month over Christmas to see a few friends over Christmas um, oh, nice. but it was kind of like along the time of the fires so I saw it like half quite cloudy and misty because the fire and then oh, half yeah. actually really nice um but in typical fashion and typical kind of palm fashion I burnt so much when I was there oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. it was so bad it was awful it's so, yeah it's bad the burning is bad you'd be um, you wouldn't survive yeah oh, you wouldn't <laughs> Oh, you, you, you'd fuck, you'd cook, mate. You would cook up. You'd have to wear a tent mm. at the beach. And it's on fire. Yeah, yeah, sometimes it is. Yeah. So, sometimes yeah. it is on fire. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'd literally but... burn. <laughs> um, and what, it was a, a lovely, uh, like, mansion location just outside of Sydney. Yeah, so it was filmed um, in a mansion and then... They go on like beautiful dates everywhere. But the thing I love the most is they'd go on these beautiful dates and the art department just did such an incredible job with set dressing. And there'd just mm. be beautiful flowers everywhere, beautiful light. It was literally like everything you would hope your date would be. 
and then the realization that that will never happen oh no it's pretty brutal <laughs> oh so uh yeah next date lined up in spoons lovely yeah, exactly <laughs> you, know, like, you get like a table for two in spoons but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. now we, we don't we, we don't get the same sort of climate to to do lovely uh lovely dates in the uk hopefully the summer hopefully global warming will mean we, we will so yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed um but people uh we have um that's almost what we've got time for um which is a shame because i was absolutely oh, absolutely loving it and sophie that was seriously so cool to understand a little bit more about um the work you yeah, do in reality thank you for having me this is my first ever podcast and i have to say it wasn't terrible so it was oh. very good I might you know, again. You know oh. what hey hey we'll take that sophie you know maybe not with you guys we're on the other side of the entertainment industry oh, Whoa. oh don't worry we can't pay you or we can't give you any money for sponsored ads so we're sorry we have not signed anything for royalty <laughs> hey sophie you know you could be one of the first guests of generic ear porn and you know maybe a year two years later we'd have you back on as a very very successful show so who knows oh, who knows at this it? point yeah uh, well, oh no because i have a theme no we don't have one we don't we oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked about uh john major last week i, I feel we're out of our depth on politics <laughs> hen, hen, hence the name hence the name generic ear porn it is literally yeah. about anything like yeah That's of course like really yeah, yeah. Lots of the reality topic. tv show last week john major for an hour like it really it <laughs> really mean, goes you time. know what's really annoying is i've heard so many interesting things about him now that i didn't know when we did the podcast maybe harry we'll do a part two don't worry i'll go back to john major yeah <laughs> 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 i thought he was a brown blank he is a brown Oh, poor John. He looks he looks like such a good grandpa. Yeah. 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 But people, before you go, have you booked a pub this weekend? No. no. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Oh, okay. No, it's just uh constantly people have been asking me today, like, oh, have you booked a pub? Are we going to the pub? I know. I, ha I have booked a pub, yes, but I've only booked two pubs for this whole summer so i haven't done a great job but i just wanted to know if I mean, you were boozing this weekend there's two more than we've done yeah that's really good going <laughs> like very good organization yeah, yeah but some... just, what i want to do i want to go to mcdonald's and then i want to go to a pub so i want to take my mcdonald's to a pub have a beer there i think i can make that that's very really specific but yeah i'm sure we can make that happen Maybe maybe some reality TV show who uh, is starting to kind of film the the life in and around Brighton and Hove of people who are chronic alcoholics. There's you with your mackies and a pint outside a pub. <laughs> I've been waiting a year for this. <laughs> I genuinely feel like I might cry a bit, but I do. Oh. I just love McDonald's. Love it. Uh, love it. Not a sponsor. Not it's not a sponsor because yeah. if Man, it is a sponsor we can't do it as a sponsor otherwise we'll be sued so it's definitely not a sponsor <laughs> <laughs> okay all right people okay. sophie thank you so much for being on the show um have a lovely rest of the week and let's have you again soon bye thank you bye, bye sophie bye harry love you